everyone. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. I'd say that's kind of the, uh, the theme for this podcast episode. Between the Norai, the ever-constant strive for a new airframe, and the recent announcement of an upcoming change of command, I'd say the maniacs are faced with change and growth on a regular basis. But I'm not going to talk about the Norai. And I'm certainly not going to talk about the KC-46. Probably the last person you want to talk about that with. KC-46? Is that a mirrorless camera by Fuji? No, dude, it's an airplane. Oh, shoot. Okay. This podcast is all about bringing in the subject matter experts, or SMEs, for those of you that love, 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 love acronyms. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to hear from Colonel Gillis, one of first air-feeling wing commander, Let's talk about the upcoming change of command. He is no stranger to you, to me, to anybody at the wing. At least I hope not at this point. I'm <laughs> uh, here for the podcast. Uh, Carl, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, yeah happy to be here. Uh, and from, from my understanding, I mean, we've been pretty busy. You guys have been very busy. Uh, we as a wing have been pretty busy. But um, from my understanding, we have some like uh, some 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 somewhat biggish news, right? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, certainly do. Um, yeah, you talk about being busy and <clears throat> at the uh, uh, all call we had last September, I kind of laid out the next 18 months and we're, we're about 12 months into that and um, been doing a lot of stuff, um, you know, getting ready for the uh, NORI, the, the uh, <clears throat> nuclear operational readiness inspection. And uh, now that that's over, um, you know, we've kind of hinted, at least Command Chief uh, Niedorowski's uh, been hinting at my impending retirement. Um, and, uh, you know, that date is set for 1 April of uh, 24. So, you know, that's that's looming in in the uh, in the future here. And um, so the the big news uh, that we announced uh, last week at Stand Up um, and uh, TAG pushed it out last Thursday um, is the selection of our, our next wing commander. Hmm. Um, and that is uh, Colonel Byron Newell. Um, he is not a maniac as of yet. Um, he's uh, been out at Air Mobility Command and U.S. Transcom um, working as a guard advisor out there. Um, so he brings that national level experience uh, to the table. Um, and he's a Missouri Guardsman. Um, so he'll be, uh, he'll be leaving the Missouri Guard and uh, becoming a, a maniac here in the next couple of months. Um, and expect him to be on station uh, the end of October and looking at a change of command probably in November. Wow. Uh, still trying to work out details for that. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. So what uh, you've obviously met this gentleman before. Um, is he, uh, can you give us a little um, insight as to what's he like? Is he... Uh... <laughs> Um, well, so uh, several months ago, um, I talked to, uh, you know, several groups and maybe even mentioned it here on the podcast that, uh, you know, the search for the next wing commander um, is looking for somebody that has the, the maniac values, that understands maniac traditions and our history, our work ethic, what we're about. Um, and I can tell you that uh, Colonel Newell is that person. Um, uh, very, uh, I would say, easygoing. Um, easy to work with. Uh, I've worked with him on several projects, you know, through AMC um, and been out, uh, you know, to see AMC and work with him in that in that regard. Uh, so uh, both myself and, and General Roy um, have uh, certainly have some experience with Colonel Newell. So um, and uh, I, I think he's going to bring a fresh perspective 
uh, to the wing. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I, as I talk with him, I think uh, one of the things he uses, one of the terms he uses is uh, he is humbled to have this opportunity. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I can hear him and understand what he means by that, that, um, you know, he isn't looking to come and change the face of the organization and, and change what we do. He, he's coming to become one of us um, and to move the organization forward um, in a positive way. So um, for that, I'm really excited about this opportunity um, and the, you know, the ability for him to, to come in, uh, bring that national level perspective to the KC 46, um, you know, as we're, as we're competing for that, to bring that national perspective, um, as we look at doing more up in the Arctic and operating up there. So, um, you know, again, just some great opportunities there. Mm. Is he, is he a, um, does he come from a tanker background? Is he a, or is he, uh, C-130 or? So he's actually, um, a, uh, started in the Navy. Um, flying off of boats, uh, C-2s, um, and then uh, moved into the uh, Missouri National Guard, uh, flying C-130s. Um, he's been uh, 06 level commander there um, and, uh, you know, brings that experience with him. He is currently qualified in the KC-135. He's flying with the Illinois Guard um, out of Scott. And uh, he's actually been uh, here in Bangor flying with us. He flew, uh, I, I believe, back in June, uh, came up for uh, a visit as part of his U.S. transcom duties and uh, flew with us uh, for a sortie. So That's awesome. Um, and, and I think that's some of the goodness, is that he brings the perspective of, of a different weapon system uh, to the command um, and, uh, you know, can, can provide that goodness there. Um, you know, as you as you look at bringing a commander from outside, uh, we have not done that in our 76 years uh, of being a, a, an Air National Guard unit. Um, we've never brought an in, an outsider in to to take command of the wing. Um, but I'll I'll tell you that this wasn't a push necessarily. Um, Colonel Newell has already had an 06 command, um, already doing great things out at AMC. Um, he was looking for an opportunity to do something more. Um, and he wasn't on any command list anywhere that, you know, this person's got to go out in the enterprise and get command. He'd already done that. Um, so this was more of a pull. He was interested in coming out um, to, to a wing, spending some time um, back out uh, in a line unit from Air Mobility Command. Um, and, you know, timing just happened to work where it worked well for him to come, come with us. And, you know, as I say, um, he likes to say he's humbled for the opportunity, uh, which, you know, tells me that, that he understands what kind of organization he's coming to work with. Yeah. And I think that his, uh, the fact that he has, he has a, a prior, prior service, um, experience plus, plus having been so many years in the guard as well. It's not like he's coming straight from active duty. He's got to also learn how to be a guardsman as well as a maniac, um, as well as a, a the 101st air filming commander. Like he knows he already, like you said, has done that. So I feel like that's a huge advantage over maybe some other situations that other units have gone through. Um, the, uh, uh, I think it's exciting. I mean, as, as much as it, as much as it, you know, um, for lack of a better term, sucks to see to see you not be in the seat anymore. <laughs> I think it's exciting that we're going to have somebody, an outsider, come in and and, and kind of be um, kind of be the uh, our, our our new leader. And his, uh, I mean, I'm anxious to see what his 
what his leadership styles are like and what his, uh, his perspectives are. And like you said before, what, what kind of fight is he going to bring to, for that competition for the 46? And does he seem like, does he seem, uh, um, motivated or not motivated, but does he seem like eager to like chomping at the bit to help us fight for the 46 or how's that been? Um, I would say that, uh, you know, in our conversations, uh, he's, he's not eager to change the direction of the main air national guard. Um, you know, and, and by that, I mean, you know, he's, he's not going to come in and, and move our strategic, uh, direction 90 left or 90 right. Um, he's going to help us, you know, minor course corrections to get to where we want to go. Um, and he certainly understands that KC-46 is kind of in the forefront of that strategic initiative. Um, and like I mentioned, the Arctic and, and doing more mission sets kind of outside of uh, the, the normal. Um, so, yeah, in that regard, yeah, I think he's really eager to get in. Um, you know, I anticipate that the, the first few months are just going to be him learning the organization, right? Um, and, and he certainly understands that. We've, we've talked about that. And um, I think, you know, in that regard, you won't see any great changes, right? No, nothing's going to uh, change dramatically in, in uh, the first few months. And, and really, I don't think the organization will see any dramatic changes through his tenure um, because we, we've set a decent course. And, and I think it's going to be those, those small tweaks to get to better. Um, maybe looking at some of the, the mission sets that maybe we haven't looked at as much in the past. He's bringing that fresh perspective and understanding, too, that at a national level, um, you know, maybe, maybe this new mission set is very, very important and it's a niche, a niche mission that we can get into. Um, he's he's going to bring that to us. And so, um, I, like I said, I'm really eager for that um, opportunity to see what he brings. I think that is uh, coming in at a, at a cool time too. Like not only the forty six deal, but um, you know the the EOD um, uh, uh, flight uh, or it's a flight, right? Not a yep. squadron. Yes, uh, EOD flight um, that we acquired that, um, and then just the fact that we're at, I think that we're at a cool spot right now, um, <laughs> especially coming off the of NORI, right? That we're not now we're we're, we're all kind of reblued and ready to go, and now we get to kind of experience what he has to bring to the table, which is all I, I, I never used to be a huge fan of constructive criticism. And I guess is how kind of how I view this whole thing is now we're going to have a new boss that's, um, that has a fresh perspective, has, has years of experience and has, is going to bring something new to the table. And that's, that to me is exciting. I can see why to some people, maybe it wouldn't, cause not everybody likes change. Um, as, as you probably have heard or know, um, but, uh, as long as, you know, everybody's on the same page and I think as a leader, that's probably going to be probably a no brainer for him. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and in that regard, uh, you know, one of the things I talked about at, at stand up last week was that, um, you know, general Roy, general Barassa are still going to be in place. Um, I'm going to, you know, as, as uh, Colonel Newell comes in, I'm going to move to a JFHQ position, uh, uh, until I retire. And then, you know, we'll see where we go from there. Um, but the, you know, at that level, at, uh, at the state level, we're still going to have that connectivity um, to our strategic direction, to our maniac values, to our maniac traditions. And, uh, you know, we can help uh, continue to make sure that um, above the wing stays in that strategic alignment that I think has been one of our strengths recently is, you know, as I say, from the airmen all the way up through the state level, um, all the way to the national level, 
we're saying the same things and we're, we're targeting the same initiatives, the KC-46, the Arctic AOR, um, you know, increasing our ability to do missions uh, anywhere, anytime, our strategic location, um, you know, here in Bangor, Maine to support that national defense strategy. So, um, you know, understand that, yeah, you know, I'm moving up uh, and, uh, you know, eventually retiring here, but that legacy, you know, and that alignment will continue. And I, I think that's a, a great thing. Um, you know, that is one of the strengths of the Guard, frankly, is that we uh, we have that corporate memory. Um, in this instance, somebody new coming in to help us maybe uh, reshape and rethink. And I, I guess in a way, like you almost... I. I can't help but picture it or view it as like, you know, um, if you have like, what if we were to have a, a command chief that was from, you know, from, 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 uh, from Portland or from JFHQ that would come up and now become our wing command chief, right? There's no, um, I don't really see any down downside to it. And, and, and maybe, maybe he doesn't quite know how to be a maniac, but he knows how to be a, a leader and, 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 right. a, and a manager. And that's what, that's what matters. That's, yeah, that's going to be definitely. huge. How's the feedback been so far? Uh, feedback's actually been great. Um, and I think uh, we've been kind of messaging this possibility to the wing for three or four months now. You know, obviously we've been we've been talking with Carl Newell um, and talking with our own folks trying to figure out, you know, what's the right direction to go. Um, so we've been, you know, I'll say socializing this idea for a while. Um, and then, you know, certainly with the announcement at stand up, you know, I, I got in front of the crowd and and kind of went through some of the things we're talking about here today on the podcast of, you know, the greatness with having somebody come in like this um, and the advantages that we can can gain out of this um, as a wing, um, the outside perspective, the national perspective, the national contacts um, that most of us don't you know, have coming into the job, um, Colonel Lewis all are going to start with that and, and can just go from there. So, um, a lot of goodness. And, and so, um, you know, with that, uh, you know, there's, there's a few folks that are kind of like, Ooh, I'm, I'm a little concerned, but talking with them for, for a couple of minutes and, and talking about the things that he brings to, um, to the command uh, most folks go, hey, that that sounds like that makes sense, and and this you know is going to be a great thing. So, um, I I've yet to find the person that thinks it's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, you know I always like that story. That's um, I don't even know how many years ago that was. Now seven eight years ago when Lieutenant Colonel then Lieutenant Colonel Neto went down as the interim commander for security forces. Never had been a cop. Never had worn the beret. Um, and how that was viewed. And I remember at the time thinking, you know, I was out of the career field at that point. And I, I remember thinking at the time, like this, that's great. Cause you get somebody who's not, not used to the, he was a great leader, great commander, great officer, um, and uh, great manager. And now that's all he needs to know. He's got people that surround him to tell him how to do the job. As far as being a cop goes, he just needs to know how to be a good Colonel. And that's, and that's, he already knows how to do that. And right. He's going to lead the, lead the squadron to good places. Um, so I think, I think you've hit on something there too is, um, so over the last year, knowing that I'm getting ready to retire, 
Um, I've been, you know, trying to select that person that can work with Colonel Newell, mm-hmm. um, you know, or the next wing commander. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, you know, as we're looking somebody from the outside, you know, maybe making sure that we have that right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really think Colonel Bachelder is that person, right? Uh, Colonel Bachelder has held multiple jobs in multiple groups, um, across the wing, has a, a good overall understanding. Um, he's a, a former IG, um, so gives him a lot of diverse background, um, and he can be that you know cultural, uh, historical person in the command team. Uh, chief Niederowski, again, um, a, a great command chief. Um, he's staying on. Um, he's going to help bridge that gap um, and talk about somebody that has that connection to our airmen. Our, our maniac family. Um, he's all about that and brings that to the command suite. Uh, you look at Lieutenant Colonel Brown. Uh, she was going to rotate out of the command suite this fall. Um, and she approached me and said, Hey, is this the right time for me to leave a new wing commander coming in? Should I stay an additional year, um, to help bridge that out? Um, and you know, she's on a waiver to be able to fly in that exec position. Um, and so we're, we're going to try and get one more year, uh, for a waiver, uh, so that she's stable in that position. And, um, you know, as the exec, she holds the keys to all of our contacts, uh, down in DC and at the national level. So, um, you know, that team, um, and then you take Master Sergeant Allard, um, just, you know, incredibly great, uh, admin troop helping us out in the command suite. Um, and, and you drop Colonel Newell into that group. Um, and, you know, give them a couple, three weeks to figure each other out and they're going to be off and running. That's cool. Um, doing great things. So, uh, you know, we've, we've designed that team to be able to, to just take advantage of, of each other's strengths and, and go with it. So, uh, really, again, I can't say it enough. I'm excited to see where the wing goes from here. Um, I just see nothing but positive. The feedback that you have gotten, has it been from mostly senior leaders or has it been from um, kind of the, the younger um, generation? Uh, both? Staff sergeants on up. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've had conversations with some staff sergeants that, you know, don't understand, don't, you know, don't understand how we got here or what it, you know, what it means. Um, senior enlisted leaders, uh, some of our squadron commanders. Um, but, you know, again, um, nothing negative and usually at the end of the conversation, highly positive. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, from that perspective, I, I, I think the wing is, is very accepting, um, and is ready to think outside of the box and, and do great things. Um, you know, we, we do get the question of, you know, who from our organization is, you know, is being left out. Um, and I would tell you that we have got some highly capable, uh, 05 Lieutenant Colonel rated officers. Um, they're doing great, great stuff at the squadron command level. Um, and even at the group level, uh, this, you know, having Colonel Newell come in for two years is going to give them the opportunity to make those national level contacts, uh, to continue to hone their skills and get even better at their craft, uh, better at command so that when he leaves, um, they are ready to step into that wing command role um, and won't have the, you know, six months of learning. Um, they'll already have those national level contacts established. They'll already 
um, you know, have figured out what it's like to command at, at the group level um, and, and be better and just ready to roll. And I think that that room to allow them to grow just a little bit more where they're at now um, means they'll be that much better when, when they hit wing command. Um, you know, all along it was never a, hey, we're in trouble. It was more uh, taking advantage of that opportunity where we've got this um, high caliber, nationally level um, experienced 06 to come in um, and kind of bridge that gap for us. Uh, so, you know, again, it, it's going to get us to greatness. Um, and, and that's, you know, I, I think I sound like a broken record. I'm excited about it. I really, truly am. Well, that's, I think that's important. The fact that you keep reiterating that, because if you're excited about it and we trust you, um, I think the rest of us are going to be excited about it for the most part are going to be pretty excited about it. And you, you know, you talk about, um, dropping the, uh, the big news at stand up on last Thursday, but it was, it, it's, I don't know if it was designed by that way or what, but it was that morning before, cause I left, you know, I left here and I hadn't even seen the email yet. And I, I went up a half hour early to make sure the, the audio equipment was good to go. And then, um, chief chief had come up and said, yeah, did you see the emails? I said, I, no, I didn't, I didn't see it even before I came mm -hmm. up here and it was that recent. And then you come in and have to, you know, you, you drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was by design. It was okay. Yeah, yeah it, it certainly was. Um, you know, it, it's one thing if, you know, it, it's the, the vice wing commanders taking over the, the job, right? Everybody expects that to happen. And so, um, where it was that outside individual coming in to be a new maniac, um, we wanted to make sure that we, we had that message right. And so, um, you know, the, the night before, um, all of the 06 commanders found out. Um, and then that morning the email went out and, uh, you know, 35 minutes later, I'm talking about it at stand up. Um, and then honestly, the rest of that day, um, answer questions or <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to make it sound like people were running to the office, No, no, no I'm um, sure, yeah. but it was more, I, I made a point to get out around the wing and entice the questions mm -hmm. to, to try and make sure that folks understood. Um, and like I said, uh, you know, most everybody, you know, once they understand what we're talking about is like, Oh, what a great opportunity. Sounds, sounds like this is going to be awesome. You know, you being again, reiterating that you're excited about it is huge because, uh, it, you know, rumors spread and thing, things go, move on. And, 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 uh, if information is left out and which is not what's going on here, then people might speculate maybe, Oh crap. Did, you know, something going on is Colonel Gillis being deployed or is, you know, is, 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 you know, God forbid he's being let go or something <laughs> like those, those might circulate in people's minds. But the fact that they're hearing it from you directly and that you're excited about it is pretty cool. I think that, um, I think that, I think it's going to be awesome. But kind of unexpected. I don't, I don't, I know some people probably knew that you were getting ready to get done here shortly, but, um, I know, I, I know I didn't know, but, um, that was pretty, how do you feel about, how do you feel about real quick before we wrap this up? How do you feel about retirement and all that stuff? And you've got a long career out here. So, uh, well, it'll be, uh, 19 days short of 36 years in uniform. Wow. Um, come next April. Uh, wow. Um, it's a tough transition. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, um, I just went to the transition assistance program down at Hanscom, uh, last week and, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's next April, right? You, you know, you're talking about it, you're doing stuff, but sitting in that tap class, it was like, Oh, this is real. This is real. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna happen. 
Um, uh, damn proud to be a maniac. Um, and, uh, you know, the day that I don't wake up in the morning, put the uniform on, probably going to be a little tough. Um, but, uh, I'm hopeful that that maniac traditions live on. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, every day I'm not here, I know it's still going on. So that, that's kind of my connection to the organization still. And, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's, it'll be a tough transition. The, uh, you know, the next six months are going to be filled of those days of, oh, that's the last time I'm ever going to do that again. Um, and so uh, that, that's kind of tough uh, when you think uh, my entire adult life has been in uniform. Um, so uh, the, the TAP class was uh, the beginning of my learning how to be a civilian. And uh, that, uh, that journey will continue over the next uh, eight months. So. Well, luckily you've got plenty of friends that have already have kind of gone through it and, and, and then you'll continue to have friends that it stay, that are out here and you'll still stay in touch, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and you're, it's very evident your invested interest in what this organization does and what your, your maniac family is doing is, is very evident. I think that people, um, are going to recognize that and see that, um, including, including yourself, but, uh, Oh, that's great, sir. I think it's uh, good news. And for anybody who didn't hear the news yet or doesn't have access to their email, um, there is that. But um, is there anything you'd like to add, sir? Well, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll sum it up with, um, you know, Colonel Newell. He's, he's our next wing commander. Um, and I think it's a, a un, unique opportunity for us um, at the right time to have that national level leader um, come help move that legacy of the maniac tradition forward. Um, and I really hope that the entire wing joins me in, in supporting that effort. Um, you know, Colonel Newell can't do it alone. Um, and well, certainly maniacs don't do it alone ever. So, um, embrace him as a, uh, as a new maniac, um, and, you know, help him move the organization forward. And then for me personally, I'd like to thank all of our maniacs um, for everything they do and just say that I can't be prouder of my maniac family. And with that, we'll, uh, we'll call it a podcast. Roger that, sir. Thanks a lot. And thanks for everything. Thanks. We'll do this again before you, uh, before you move on. I'm sure you'll have one more try at me. I'm sure. <laughs> for any quote junkies out there, I failed to mention who's responsible for the line in my previous recording, change is inevitable, growth is optional. You can thank John Maxwell for that one, arguably one of the best authors of all time regarding leadership books. I recommend giving him a Google. Keep that quote in mind as we welcome Colonel Newell in the coming months. But really, in all aspects of our lives, growth is optional. We have the choice to decide if we want to grow from inevitable change. I hope you all are enjoying your summer and staying safe. We'll have another episode out before September Drill, so be sure to look for that. Google 101st ARW for all of our socials. Don't drink and drive. And last but certainly not least, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Thanks. Thanks.